Hello again, and welcome back to Slay the Stars in episode 57. Last time, Zem and Shar snuck onto the grounds of the Stellium Academy, ran from the grounds of the Stellium Academy, managed to sneak through the gates of Saltspire and to Shar's childhood home where they found his mother. And that is where we're picking up today. Shar, you shushed your mom, shoved her back into the apartment, waved Zem and Headmistress Ristos over. You all went into the apartment and closed the door. Your mother is standing there with a shocked look on her face. What are you saying? Nothing first. I'm going to look past her and see if anybody else is there. So what is the layout of your childhood home? If you come in the front door, where are you standing? Um, it's in like this dining area. They put everything towards the front of the house. Okay. Room. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's two bedrooms in a bathroom and that is it. Everything else is open floor. Okay. But there's just art and music all around the edges. So it's just like this little cube with like living space for like couches and chairs and dining, dining room, t- dining room tables, mm-hmm. dining room tables. And everything else is just art plastered on the side and musical instruments like floating around. But it's, it's one little corner of the real world and everything else is a fantastical place. Okay. And it's not, it's an, it's an unnaturally colored place. Like the, the walls and floors are like yellow. I don't know. I dig it. Jackson Art house. Pollock in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not that <laughs> So Amaryllis, she's starting to panic. You can see her hand shaking. Sh- shaking. Her hand shaking. <laughs> We're fucking killing it. Shacking. Should we stop? <laughs> no, it's fine. Her hands are shaking. And she's like, Finn. Finn, and she rushes over to okay. your parents' room. I, literally, I'm gonna like walk with her, be like, "Listen, we're not supposed to be here. You need to be quiet." Oh my god, we have to tell your dad. Yeah, that's fine, but be quiet. Oh my god! And she runs over and she opens the door, and you can already hear your dad like, uh, like not wanting to get out of bed. She throws the door open. She's like, "You have to come out here right now." And he gets up and he looks and he's like, "Oh Char- my god, Char- Charlemagne!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> he jumps like ninja jumps at him, grabs his mouth. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Meanwhile, while that's happening, Zem, you see uh, an arm kind of like stick up, like stretching over the couch. And Kai sits up and looks over and she has this big smile on her face and she's like, you found the flowers. We did. Why'd you shut up? It was <laughs> From a, off in the distance. <laughs> it was a really good idea. I was so scared that somebody else would find it first, but I didn't even know if you would check in the in the. I don't want to call it a barn. I, I didn't think you were going to check in the shed, but I couldn't leave it in the house. Then it felt too obvious. I, I mean, like, when we saw the state of things, I looked everywhere. Yeah. I'm really sorry about your home. What happened? Sure, like, panic runs out of the room, like, looking around, finds the candle that's on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, th- some keepers, maybe, I don't know, they had masks, but they were from the garden. I couldn't tell who they were. They showed up and... killed them I'm glad you did what you had to do not before they burnt my house to the ground though yeah those fuckers okay I think and Char's like still whispering I think everybody's on the same page now I apologize yes we're not dead the door to Char's bedroom opens at this point (laughs) fucking and Karina comes walking out Char jumps oh my god (laughs) No, Shard jumps her, like, before, <laughs> like, 
grabs her like, shut the fuck up. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y- yeah. <coughs> Do you think you need to be loud? I. You know that my natural tone of speaking is. <laughs> Um, so our faces are on wanted posters everywhere. Maybe let's take it down or not. Karina bites sharp. I'm going to, he doesn't even flinch. He's like, I'm going to let you up now. And not because you bit me. Because I'm going to trust you to be quiet. She, she like pulls her head up. I know. And you know what, Sam? I think that the way they drew you makes your face look a little, I don't know. You're way cuter in real life. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, they could have at least done a better job. I agree, but it benefits me that they do a terrible job. And in fact, we should probably draw on them to make me look even more hideous. Oh my God. Maybe Just give me a mustache. Go around and put mustaches everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sure, your parent, your mom is just like holding you and like crying on your shoulder. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Sure, just like reaches up and pats her on the head. <laughs> I know it's fine. We thought you were dead too. Yeah, we really thought that that was one of you. We were very scared. Guys, like oh, I was kind of hoping that they, you know, might come by and think those bodies were some of us at least. Yeah, we uh, we left them there, so. Good. Most of them. Who were they? What? Well, oh, I don't. Sorry. I don't know who they were. They're from the garden. I know that. You said they had masks. They were wearing masks. Yes. Can you describe them? Like, just if Shar has seen them before. The mask or the people? The masks. They were strange. They were like black in color. Um, they seem to take on the, the visage of animals. One had almost like a, like a canine, like wolfish motif. The other one was reptilian, snake-like, dragon-like. I, I don't know. Hmm. Do I remember which one's which, or I'm assuming no? No, you wouldn't know. But you know that neither of them are Xander. Right. Well, I, I would assume that that is not going to be something that you would throw at us this mm-hmm. early, but we're late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that you're both alive, too. Coming here to this place was your parents' idea. They thought that, you know, if we came here, there was a chance you might show up and... The last place they'd expect to find us is exactly where we should be. Or it's the first place that they'll expect you to go. We probably shouldn't stay here for very long. Mm-mm. No, no, we shouldn't. Um, I have another problem. Shard drops invisibility on Ristos. Kai looks over and, and it's it, like... At oh. that point, he's going to pop at the tech magic. Okay. Because I can't do two concentration spells at the same time. Okay. Uh, you cast Detect Magic, and, I mean, Kai, again, is like, 
yeah, she has her glamour up. Um, she also has her little trinkets and baubles and stuff like that. Uh, your parents, I don't think, do your parents carry magic items around with them? Well, not the loot. The, but... the loot was the magic, yeah, more than anything. But no, she might have like magical like painting supplies or something. But yeah, I mean, like like an endless like paint container or something. Sure. So nothing, nothing that you'd be shocked to see is in okay. the room. Good, good, good. Okay, okay. You're, you're. Char looks at Reese. You're on invisible. It's okay. You can wave. She just. She kind of puts her hand up a little bit. She looks confused. Char looks at Kai. I can't fix her. I can't fix her either. Kai looks and she's like, I don't understand what happened to her. Um, a feeble mind spell. Feeble mind? I don't... Um, Dalius did this to her? <laughs> what? Kai goes over. I will help whatever way possible. Um, I mean, I feel like that's impossible. This incredibly powerful Dalius doesn't have access to this sort of magic. He, he does now. didn't, but there's a lot to fill you in on. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. And Kai looks at the headmistress and says, come sit down in the other room. And the headmistress kind of looks at the two of you, kind of confused, and seeing you nod just follows Kai, and Kai takes over. You're safe with her. She nods once, and she follows Kai over, and Kai takes her over and sits on the couch, and you hear Kai whispering to her, like, I'm just going to check you out. I want to see what I can do, but I need to sense, like, the magical aura that's happening around you right now. Like, just be calm. You're not going to feel anything. And she's, like, talking her through everything as she's going through. Um, In the meantime, the two two of you are standing there with the other three what are you saying? What are you doing? There is actually a sense of like awkwardness now because none of them know what to say. Um, yeah, I mean, and I don't really know exactly what to say to them either because like I'm very keenly aware of like the fact that these are your parents in a way that my parents are not my parents uh, because m- my parents are awful. <laughs> um and I don't want to hurt them with information. So I'm like, like, I just keep looking at you like, like, this is. Um, How long have you guys been down here? Your mom looks at you. Um, a couple weeks. Okay. Do you guys have a plan on where to go next? Or are you just going to chill out here for a minute? No, we were, I mean, we were just planning to stay here for Maybe only a few more days, and then if you didn't turn up, we were going to leave. Maybe leave this continent altogether. Where were you going? Maybe Akaris? Yeah. Um, There's, we don't, there's some rumors that there might actually be settlements over there, and if that's true, it might be safer than here. Everybody's saying there's going to be a war. 
Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's looking more and more like that's the case. I don't... I don't understand why people would do something like that. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh... Yeah, it is. And, uh... We're trying to help. I still don't understand how the two of you got mixed up in all of this. How you are going to help. I mean, you're just kids. Yeah. We were. We have things that they want. Like what? What could you possibly have? I think that it keeps you safest to know as little as possible. I think that that doesn't really make a lot of sense right now because we're not very safe as it is. So knowing one more thing probably isn't that unsafe. Okay. An uncomfortable question. Do you know where we came from? What do you mean? I feel like she's like the stork branch. <laughs> she would be one of those people. I don't I don't know what you mean. Amara. doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Insight check. Go ahead, roll it. Are you, I, are you I, sure? I'm pretty sure that she's mentioned this before. Oh, fuck you. 27. She rolled well, but not that well. <laughs> you can, like, she knows who Amara is. You made a deal with her? Or someone like her? No. That's not... What? Um, before you say things that will just hurt everyone involved, uh, we are all very... We, we know. What do you know? And Shark kind of stands up, and he hugs both of his parents. He's like, look... You guys are my parents, regardless. But Mine too. Shark please. Shark kind of like led seven. <laughs> Amaryllis is at first, like, she's kind of like, she's tense when you hug her because, like, this is something that she never wanted to talk to you about. And the moment that you're both there and, like, hugging her, she she, like, immediately relaxes and puts her arms around you both. And this time, instead of, like, the sobbing cry when she saw you, there's just, like, slight tears running down her cheeks. This doesn't change who we are to each other. But we need as much information as possible, too. <sighs> Roll me. A persuasion check. Oh, fuck you. With advantage. You said fuck you while looking at the thing, and I <laughs> thought you were about to say it wasn't recording. And I was I was like, no. Uh, 14 minus. 
one of 13. Okay. It's about the higher end of Shard's rails. <laughs> um. I don't want you to think less of your father and I. There is nothing you can say, bar turning us in. We would never do that. That would make me think less of you guys. Hi, he knows my parents. <laughs> Shark kind of is like, yeah. Your father and I were young, trying to make it, playing in small taverns for, you know, copper pieces, sleeping outside sometimes because we couldn't afford a proper room. And one night we met a man after one of the shows. And um, he told us that he had a proposition for us that he had a small child who needed a home and loving parents and that the child was special and that if we took you in and cared for you, that we would be blessed. Lucky, right? Lucky, yes, that's the word he used. Did the man give you a name? Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, no um but he had a he had a young child of his own there a little girl with purple hair she glances over at Karina and Karina's standing dumbfounded she has no idea what the hell everybody's talking about right now Shark kind of doesn't mention anything, just kind of points at Karina. Yeah. That was your, I think that was your dad, Karina. <sighs> what did the man look like? She thinks for a moment. I have asked myself that question every day since that night, and I can't remember his face. He kind of glances over at Finn. And he's like, I, the same, we've talked about it. We've, the two of us have tried to say like, was he tall? Was he short? You know, we can remember that he was kind. He seemed trustworthy, but details about him. We don't know a name. I, I don't know. Sure. Kind of points towards them, like, gestures. Same thing, right? I... I don't know. Zamira wasn't there that night. It could be that this man met with Dahlia and Kristoff prior to us. I... I don't know, honestly. It's the same. Sorry. 
I'm sorry we never told you, but Charlemagne, we loved you from the moment we saw you. You were our, our son. That was not ever a question. I and we didn't want you to question it. It would explain some butting heads over the years, but... <laughs> yeah. Your lack of musical talent. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I... That's the truth. I don't know where you're from. I, I don't know who that man is. And I don't know what that has anything to do with this thing that's happening to you. I wish I did. We walked in with more, with, we're walking out of here with more information than we walked in with, so, I mean, that's a win. Do you yeah. want to know? I do. I want to know. I think we should show them. Okay. I'm going to shut the shutters. Yeah, the shutters. And then I'll, like, take your hand and... Wings glowing. All the madness. Knock Char out. Fuck! I forgot about the wings. They're spectral. <laughs> uh, everybody in the room stops talking. I'm kind of hoping that it scares Karina into her own revelation, but... <laughs> so, yeah, the everybody stops talking and just starts looking at the two of you. And Karina's the only one who says anything. She's like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> what does this mean? Are you, <coughs> like... Zem, you're kind of creepy, honestly. Um, Shar, are you like an angel? Shar kind of has like that ethereal voice because I imagine that all the angelic has that little bit like, I am no different than you are, Karina. I'm going to hold my hand out and say, come here and like, see if she'll take my hand. Uh, and she like comes over to you and puts her hand out kind of, but she's a little, uh, she's a little timid, a little freaked out. By what she is witnessing in this moment? We're the same as we've always been. I don't, I don't think that means what you think it means. Because you don't look the same. <laughs> Gonna be honest. Appearances you look scary. are different Zem. than who we are as individuals. You look terrifying. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, like, put some of that like etherealness to my voice but also like with that raspy because you know naturally uh-huh uh-huh um and say karina take this seriously i am taking it seriously you are fucking terrifying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you want me to say i how did you do this how did you learn that you could do this i what did happen did we get scared is that what i don't remember Something triggered it, but... We had to do it because of the court case. But we didn't know how to do it until nope, that moment. we just did it. <laughs> you knocked Char off of the stand. It was a bad situation. I swear something, like, triggered us, though. Panic? Manic? Desperation? Take your pick. <laughs> Char, like... Turns his off and like his his hair gets redder when he comes out of it when he slicks it back. 
Karina's like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, Shara just kind of walks away. She's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Listen, or... there is a, uh, a mask that you've worn your whole life. Uh-huh. All I can tell you is that it feels like finally letting go. Um, and not worrying about what you're presenting, but I don't know if that's the same for Char. That's just what it feels like for me is letting those, letting what's inside out. I I, I know that that sounds so generic, but no, I get it. I feel that way every time I perform. Just so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 I don't know. I, I I don't. I can barely put it into words for myself. I don't know how to explain it. All right. Um, so I was going to check on Ristos and Kai. So as you start walking over, uh, Kai just puts her hands up and she says to Ristos, like, just give me one moment. I'll be right back. Um, and Kai comes walking over to you all and she says, I might be able to help her. I just, I need diamonds. I need diamond dust. How much? A lot. Like a hundred gold pieces worth of diamond dust? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. He starts pacing. I'm sorry, It's this magic isn't... It requires a conduit. No, it's not you. It's where we're going to have to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amaryllis steps forward and she says, um, and she looks over at Finn and Finn just, he nods and she goes to take a ring off of her ring finger and she holds it up and there's just like the smallest little diamond in the end of it. And she's like, is this enough? And Kai looks could be is it gonna be enough (laughs) probably okay well there's another option which is that you can keep the ring because you should um gideon used to have some diamond dust for his stuff i might be able to go see if there's any left um has anyone been on three. Um, they all shake their heads no. But Kai says to you, Char, I tried to stop by Gideon's. He's not there. It looks like it's been cleared out. He hasn't been, well, maybe not cleared out, but it's been closed for a long time. I don't know what's left inside. I'd rather go there than to mm-hmm. that place. Oh, you can't be serious. At that point, Amaryllis is like, oh, you can't be serious. No. To Dahlia? Well, we wouldn't go to Dahlia, but someone could go to Dahlia. Not any of us. No, we would have to find someone that'd be willing to go to Dahlia. That wouldn't rat us out. And we couldn't go to the person that would be going to Dahlia. It would need to be one of you. I mean... Good luck with that, honestly. She's offering so much money for the two of you that... 
I mean. I mean, has anyone been downstairs at all? Like, you haven't heard anyone? No. Okay. I have uh, I have some tools I can try to pick the lock. We can try to scale down. Then we have to break a window. I'm not worried about a broken window. Although, the window for my bedroom, I doubt they fixed. Could be an option. That's how we got out all the time. Let's try that. Is it still, like, early, early morning? Yeah, I mean, you've only been talking for maybe 30 minutes or so. Still very early. Okay, let's go. Shard bolts to his his bedroom window. Okay. You walk into your room and, like, Karina stuff every, is everywhere. It smells like Karina in here, like her perfume. There's just a... <laughs> <laughs> fine, it's fine. <laughs> How did she get the bedroom and Kai got the couch? <laughs> it's Karina. She's a princess. <laughs> I'll deal with this later, God. <laughs> Karina's like, um, that's my room. I'll burn everything. <laughs> Your parents thought it was okay if I stayed there. Karina. They are lovely people. You need to work on meditating. <laughs> I just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> Karina leans over to you, Zem, and is like, I think he and I are starting to get along better. No, we're not. <laughs> it's been a long, long journey. <laughs> You hear the door open and the metal hit. Oh my god, I have to tell you all about my boyfriend. Okay, when I come back. Wait, you have a boyfriend? Yes. It's not Char. He's, no. Oh. Seriously? I mean, you guys have been together alone for so long, I just thought like maybe. Char comes back into the window, like peeks over the door like, the fuck? Seriously? What? You spend a lot of time together. You don't get that I'm not his type. Well, I... Didn't, I thought he had multiple types. Shar just kind of like... Like, I have multiple types. I thought he had multiple types. You know what I mean? Like... No. D- did you just confirm that Karina's bi? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Karina's bi. Uh, Karina's um, more like Pan. Let's be real. Oh, God. It went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> so hard not to... Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. N- n- no. We'll discuss this when we're back. Just meditate. Well, I ask everyone in there. They all can do it. I don't. <sighs> Zem, I just have one more question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to not look at you? <laughs> Are you interested in me now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's fine. Is it? What? I so I'm so curious as to where this is going. No, it's just stupid. It's just this whole conversation is hilarious to me. Um when Char was hugging everybody, I noticed that he smells like like dead crabs. Like stinky, fishy grossness. Yeah, that might be my fault. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. 
there might have been this giant, disgusting crab that attacked us. A giant crab attacked you? Mm-hmm. And how is that your fault? Oh, it's not, but I killed it. And, oh. like, it exploded and, like— You exploded it? Yeah. Oh, my God. With, like, electricity. That's wild. And then I'm going to be like, stick your finger out. She puts her finger out. I'm going to, like, shocking grasp her finger, but, like, not. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? That is, like, the smallest amount that I can do. Oh, my God. Yeah, girl. She gets shit done. I'm, I am impressed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Honestly. Work on your meditation. I don't know what that word means. I know. (laughs) Just so dumb. (laughs) Just go ask. Don't ask Kai. She's busy. Go. Hmm. Hmm. No. Uh, No. Okay. Just. I will. We'll be. I'll be back. We'll. We'll. We'll talk about so many things. Okay. Because I have a lot I want to talk about. I know. Sure. What are you doing? He's down at the window. (laughs) Is is the latch still like broken that I can just kind of shimmy it open? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to pop another detect magic just in case. Okay. And he's going to go in through the window. Okay. Is there anybody in there? Uh, so are you climbing? You're scaling the building mm-hmm. to get down there. Yeah. I would like an acrobatics check. Is there someone in the hallway? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Acrobatics. Five. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, yeah, you make it down there. You don't die. Thanks. <laughs> um, you pop the window open. Mm-hmm. You climb inside. Yes. Which room do you enter? It was Zem's room. Okay. You climb in Zem's room. Uh, everybody's looking at me. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I asked a question and you have av- like avoided it. I said, the "Is there question? anybody in there?" And you've avoided that. You know, question. there's nobody. There's nobody in there. It's fine. Um, there's nothing in here. No furniture. It's empty. Nothing. Completely nothing. empty. Completely empty. He'll leave Zem's bedroom. Like open it and crack Suspish. it. Suspish. Mm-hmm. Like crack it open. Anything? Nothing. He's gonna go through every room. Roll me a perception check. Oh, detect magic is up. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything magical, let me know. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. You go through the entire apartment, and there's nothing left. Everything is gone. The fuck? Everything is... What? That I'll check the doors, like the outside door, like blocked. <sighs> Nothing, no, like dust. Uh, there is dust in here, and that leads you to believe that it's been empty for some time. There's not like a lot of footprints or anything around. The dust's pretty well settled in here. It's probably been empty for a couple months at least. Okay, he'll walk back to Zem's room and wait for her to come down. Okay. Are you climbing down, Zem? Acrobatics check. 
but like when he's there to catch me. Mm-hmm. When you fall. Mm-hmm. With my six. Perfect. Where is she? Yep. <laughs> so um, I'm going to need Char to roll me a dexterity saving throw. Fourteen. So. Hold on. I have a re-roll. <laughs> Much higher. I was going to say because the the uh, the DC for this was higher than that. What is your new roll? Uh, Seventeen. All right. So, Shar, uh, you poke your head out like, where is she? She's taking a long time. And then all of a sudden you watch her foot slip and she just starts like sliding down the side of the building. Oh, and you fuck. manage to grab her by one hand. Okay, let's go. go. <laughs> and I feel like both of us are doing that, like, whisper scream. Like, <laughs> where you're like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, oh, my God. I almost died. I'm about to die. <laughs> if we would have gotten this far, just for me to fall to my death, I would have been so mad at me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I would have been very disappointed. <laughs> uh... Zem, you enter your childhood room and find everything gone. I don't care. I hated it here. I don't care. Zem, did you have any hidey holes in your room? Um, I don't know that I would have, but I feel like my dad would have. I feel like he, like, he didn't trust my mom. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he would have hidden things probably around like a fireplace. Okay. Um, or, I mean, most of it's probably with his boat, but like he would have had something here. Um, I don't really think I would have. Okay. So if you're going to look for anything your father had left behind... I would like for you to roll me an investigation check. <clears throat> and I'm just like, honestly. The DC is 20 plus. I'm just looking for. I'm sorry, you said investigation? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for, um, like, I'm assuming that I might find, like, some coins mm-hmm. stashed. <laughs> it's a nine. You don't find anything. They really cleared everything out. It seems like it. So where to next? Um, I guess we go in search of like Gideon. There's, we cannot go. And I, it's like daytime. Our pictures are everywhere. So we just wait a whole day? I mean, I don't want to either, but it's either that or we get someone else to go. Char remembers he has invisibility. I can go. Alone? Yeah. Not saying it's a great plan. I don't like it, but I don't know what choice we have. Not a lot else. And if I I have to do it now, before it gets too much into the day 
All right. Can you give me an hour? An hour? An hour. Before I leave? Maybe a half an hour. Okay. Let's take the stairs. <laughs> That's probably best. But before we go up there, um, I'm just going to sit in the middle of the floor and I'm going to... Um, Pendulum? No. I don't know if there's a downside to this. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to find familiar. Okay. Um, and so I want to get a report of what they saw, what she saw first. Does it work like that? You know what? I'm going to say it does. I like that. What do you mean? She can like, talk? Like if she can remember from her last summons. You know what I mean? I feel like it should work Aren't that way. They like um That's why uh we debated on whether or not um uh Mr. Tweedums would come back or not. Like it's yes. a, it's a it's a spirit, not yeah. like a spectral. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, when you summon her, she comes back and she's fluttering wildly. Um It's I don't understand like how she does she communicate with you through images? Mm. Through actual, well, it's like... mental, so... Yeah, yeah. So, like, how do you picture her <coughs> sending you the information? Is it, like, images? Is it words? Um, so I just imagine that it's not <clears throat> words so much as a just, um... Like, I'm not... I'm not trying to take the easy road, but I feel like it's just a... Like, I just understand. So it's a combination of things. Mm -hmm. It's like, a, it's a feeling. It's not words like she, like she's talking to me, but it's like a, like a feeling, some, some imagery, like not necessarily like um, a video that I'm watching, but like some imagery and just a general sense that I understand what they're trying to communicate. Okay. So what you sense is that she first flew directly towards the bell tower mm -hmm. to try to investigate who was there and what was happening there. And the sense you get is that she went in through the, the top, through the tower, and directly down. And as she was turning one of the corners on the spiral staircase that opens into a large room, you see the orb in the center of the room with, like, a bunch of different gadgets and gizmos and metal rods and things. It was... They're experimenting on this thing. And then just as she's seeing this, she sees Istin and Dalius. It's not clear that they're looking at her, but then all of a sudden, boom, she's annihilated. Were they looking in her direction? No, they were not looking at okay, her. Okay, so that wasn't, it wasn't, I wonder if it was Rena. What do you mean? Well, if Rena's there, if Rena was there and saw Tora and was like, you're going to get fucking noticed in here. Get out of here. I just, I don't know. I, if it wasn't them. Maybe they have a protective aura? Like anti-scrying? Maybe. I, I, but it's not scrying. I don't know. Shard looks at Tora. I'm glad you're okay. She flutters over, kind of lands on your head for a second, and it's just kind of like, 
Oh, forehead kisses. <laughs> All right, I have another mission for you. She flutters over and and just hovering in front of your face, waiting for commands. Um, so sorry. First of all, was was that it? I'm assuming because it went out of. Okay. Yeah. Um, I need you to go with Shar. How does invisibility work? It's my creature, one creature for me, so I can't turn Tora invisible. I'm I'm aware, but like, if Tora hides on your person, like in a cloak. And you go invisible. Does, does Tora also go invisible? I will say that if Tora is just like perched on you, it would not be invisible. But if it's under your cloak, because your clothing becomes invisible with you, mm-hmm. you are covered by an invisible piece of cloth. So yes, Tora would be invisible. So like if you open your cloak, she's going to suddenly be like visible and it's going to be weird. But like also if you can get to a place, like if you manage to get into Gideon's place and then like let her go. Mm-hmm. Then it won't be like, why is this moth just down the street in the middle? You know what I mean? I think that that's the the, the way we go. So, into the pocket of a traveler. Okay, I'll keep you safe. He, he waits to use invisibility until he's at the very bottom level. Okay. Because he's trying to maximize time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it lasts for an hour. Okay. I'm going to go upstairs. Just... Tell them I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he, invisible sprint. I'm not going to make you roll stealth. You get there. This is not a problem. You are invisible. And it's now, it's morning time. People are out <coughs> doing their like morning shopping, going to work, things easy like that. It, easy to dodge people. It's Even if you bump into somebody, there's somebody else standing there that could have bumped into. It's not a problem. Uh, Zem, when you go back upstairs, what are you doing? Um, so I'm going to slip back in the door. Uh, and just go over to Kai and Ristos and see, like, what's happening. And I'm going to avoid any kind of topic of conversation. I know that I'm going to get asked, but, like, I'm not saying anything until someone's like, where the fuck is Char? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see that Kai has made more of her, like, mugwort tea. And uh, Ristos is drinking it seems to like it a lot. Uh, and Kai kind of smiles and leans over to you and is like, I put so much honey in there <laughs> to get her to drink it. I don't know if this was true before the spell, but this woman has a sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think um, you two would really, really get along. I, she seems like a sweetheart. I hope very much that I can help her. I, th- I think I can if we can figure this out. She... um very much loves like plants like botany is her like one of her interests um she's just she deserves better than this i still can't believe dalius would do this not the not the man i knew he wouldn't do this um yeah there's a lot i need to fill you in on and that's what i'm going to do while Shar's gone is I'm going to like, I'm going to tell her like we went to, um, Annenfell and like blah, 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 blah. And just explain all the things. And like, I'm not leaving anything out. Okay. I mean, she's listening very intently and, uh, Amaryllis and Finn and Karina kind of like come in and out and listen to bits and pieces of it. Meanwhile, Amaryllis is also like trying to make breakfast and Finn's helping her and they're trying to cook food for everybody. Sure. You make it back to Gideon's shop. 
The doors are all shut and barred. Windows? Locked. Closed, locked. How about the giant fucking uh, fireplace? Like the chimney? Yeah. There's a chimney. Could I fit through it? Charles is a small guy. It's Maybe. Gonna be, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Roll me an acrobatics check to go down the chimney like Santa Claus. Wouldn't it be bigger for like a forge? It would be. This is why it's going to work. Cocked. Ooh, that's a four. Oh, I thought that was a nat one. That is not good. Got yourself, bitch. Um, nine. Nine. All right. Hold on. Thirteen. <laughs> All right. Char, at one point, you're going down the chimney, and it is pretty wide. You look at the top, you're like, I can, I can make that fit. Uh, are you going feet first or head first? Feet first. Feet first. You start going down, and at one point, you're like, okay, i got to put my arms straight up. And you put your arms straight up, and you're trying to, like, use your leg muscles and your arm muscles and try to shimmy down, and then your booty gets stuck. <laughs> And you're stuck halfway. You start to panic. You start doing the <laughs> hyperventilating. Your your chest can't fully expand because you're stuck in the... <sighs> and you remember you're a monk. And monks are chill. And you're stuck in this chimney. You waste probably about 15 minutes stuck in this chimney until you finally calm yourself enough to scoot your booty through whatever weird choke point you found until you drop into the forge. Tuck and roll. <laughs> Tuck a roll and let Tora out. <laughs> yeah. I, I picture you now, you know how in like Invisible Man movies where like they get hit with flour or something like that? That's you. There's just like a silhouette of like a chimney dust covered person standing there. You let Tora out and Tora's like a little crinkly. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like dusty and she's like all in your face like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look for a diamond. <laughs> All right, uh, Char, you look around, and you are relieved to see that it's not like this place is cleaned out. Um, it also, it doesn't look like he left in a hurry either. Like, things are put into place, but you can tell he hasn't been here in a while. The The forge is cold as ice, hasn't been run. Okay. All right, Tora, help me look. All right, uh, Char, so with Tora's help, I would like for you to roll me perception... With advantage. Natural 20. And a natural one. <laughs> By the Perfect. way. Perfect. Uh, Char, you head back into Gideon's office. You know this place well. Um, he is very particular about his work. And most of the, the fancier stuff that would require gold or diamonds, jewels. He did a lot of those commissions himself. But because you were one of his... I don't want to say protege because he... Employees. Well, like, more like a very trusted apprentice, right? But he, I mean, he threw you out because he wanted you to do more with your life. But um, he did let you come back and help with certain commissions. And so you know where he keeps these things. And so you start going through all the drawers. And you start getting paranoid because all of the gemstone drawers are empty, 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 empty. He must have taken the stuff with him or a thief came and took the stuff, whatever. You can't find anything. However, you remember that there is a special, like, compartment on the side where he kept, like, 
the really expensive stuff. And you pull that open. Inside, you find two things. The biggest diamond you've ever seen. The biggest diamond you've ever seen. And three bags. One contains about a hundred gold pieces worth of powdered silver. Another contains about a hundred gold pieces worth of powdered gold. And another contains about a hundred gold pieces worth of powdered diamonds. Because you rolled a nat 20. Do I need powdered gold for any reason? I don't think so. It's pretty. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, I've seen her spell components. Mm-hmm. Does any of them require 100 pieces of gold? I don't think so. What? What's up? I hate you so much. <laughs> Take the bags. <laughs> Tora's just attacking me. <laughs> Tora knows what mom would want. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> While you were gone. I had a terrible feeling. <laughs> and just so you know, Tora's going to tell Zem if you don't take that gold. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I know we're going to need it at some point, and it really makes me sad to take any of this. Is there any paper and pen? <laughs> You're going to leave a calling yeah, card? Yeah, there is. There's paper and pen, yeah. He's going to put, sorry, CVB, and then, like, shut the, the contraption back up. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. He's going to open the contraption back up. I owe you. (laughs) (laughs) How many gold pieces is that diamond? Um, The biggest diamond you've ever seen? Probably 500 gold pieces worth of a diamond. That's sexy. That's going to be a lifeline. (laughs) It's a big old diamond. It's even better than Revivify. I think... We're going to need to chop that fucker up. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me sad. Or save it for it, like resurrection it. or something. Yeah. Although that might be a thousand. I don't know. I don't know how much. It's a thousand. Components are Actually, I think it's like fifteen thousand. It's a stupid number. Uh, it's it's really expensive. Anyway. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> uh is there any other like creations that he still has left? Yeah, there's some items in here that look like you know, what, what would you like? I feel really bad taking this powder. <laughs> let me steal his life's work as well. <laughs> no, no, like, let me rephrase. Has Does it look like, what was the last thing it looks like he commissioned? Okay, there is something on the work table right now. Mm-hmm. And it is a vase. And it has this, like, swirling upward. It's It's a cylinder. But it swirls upward and kind of foams out, almost like a vortex of water. And he's run, like, mica powders, blue mica powders all through it that gives it this, like, shimmering, almost water-like feel. It's so perfect that you almost feel like if you touched it, it would be wet. Whoa. Uh, Sorry. You ready to go? He turns to Tora. Tora flutters near you and then lands back in your cloak. All right. He looks at the the chimney, and then he kind of looks for a window. <laughs> yeah, you could open a window and head out. He's going to make sure. like He knows where like the, the brushes are and stuff. He's going to brush all the soot off of them. Sure. Return invisible. <laughs> okay. Perfect. You do so. You head back. There's no stories. This place is haunted. 
<laughs> Why is my ass so thick? <laughs> Shark. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, back at the apartment, Zem, you finish telling Kai and everybody these stories. And Kai is like, I am, I don't even know what to say. This is all very shocking. I didn't think Dalius was that kind of a man. I knew he was ambitious, but this just doesn't even sound like him. It's like, it's like whatever happened to him warped him. Uh, and he's, he's just gripped by the need for more power. And I don't know what he's either trying to make up for or, or, or fix from his past, but it's grossly changing his future. And I, I never, I just, I didn't see it until it was too late. It's not your fault, dear. Oh, I mean, like, I know it's not my fault. I just, our connection has put others in danger and that's what I regret. I understand. If Afshar has to re-up invisibility before he leaves, that's fine. I mean, an hour in, an hour out, that's fine. Okay. But he's just kind no, of... No, you rolled that nut 20, so I'm going to say you found it fast. You have plenty of time. You can get back. Okay. He's just going to burst through his childhood bedroom window. Hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh, motherfucker. You, you come through the window, and you hear Karina in the other room go... Sam, I have been trying to meditate this whole time, and it's terrible. I hate this. I know that it's hard. It's hard at first. It's really, really hard, actually, uh, to clear your mind and not focus on things. But um, it, it, like, really does help. And, like, I'll try to give her some different, like tricks or tips or whatever like try like um what if you just play a singular note or something like that like i'll i'm i'm going with the like the audio okay cuz Karina's like i didn't even think about that and she's like um amaryllis do you mind if i use your room and amaryllis is like yeah sure that's fine and karina goes in the other room and closes the door and you hear her like humming to herself just like not like a really um. not quite like that, but like <laughs> but just like a light tune, you know, nothing with like a lot of tempo or anything like that, just like very soothing, almost lullaby-ish. Um, and like she's in there. Hmm? It's like a waltz. Yeah, yes, very much like a waltz. Um, it's a little haunting, honestly. as is a waltz. as is a waltz. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Zem, you turn around to come back to the room, and Shar comes bursting out of his room. Hey. He pulls uh, Tora out of his pocket. Hands you a bag of 100 gold Put her powder. in my hair. Yeah. Tora immediately starts chattering away, telling you everything that they saw. She saw. Uh, like, before you even get a chance to do a thing, I was like, really? You considered not taking all of the things? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. He turns away. <laughs> then she tells you, like, he left an IOU and signed it. You signed it? <laughs> you put your name on Charlotte it? Charlotte runs up. <laughs> you! <laughs> People are looking for us. 
It's in a secret compartment. It's fine. That you found. <laughs> Char hands the hundred gold pieces worth of powdered diamond to Kai. Kai looks at it and she's like, where did you get this? Uh, we have our ways. I like that answer. You know what? I don't even, I don't need to know. Um, And she goes over and she kneels down next to Ristos and she says, I think I can help you now. Just, just focus, focus. Okay. And Ristos is just kind of unsure what's going on. And you see Kai takes the, the diamond. She pours it into her hand and she holds her other hand over it. For a moment. And you see there's this, like, light, yellowy, white light that starts to shimmer in her hand. And then she takes it and she starts sprinkling it over the headmistress in circles. And she's muttering something under her breath. And as she's doing this, you see Ristos's eyes close. And she almost looks like she's asleep. Until Kai finishes. And then she pulls her hands back. And there's just this shimmering aura and there's this sound that sounds like a twig snapping, almost. There's no other way to describe it. And then all of a sudden, Ristos' eyes fly open. And that is where we're going to end this episode of Slay the Stars. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Slay the Stars. This month, we're promoting our friends over at Lost Guide Games and their Kickstarter for their new game, Neon Shadows. Our very own DM Leah is playing in their playtest group, and you can find the streams from those games on YouTube at Lost Guide Games. That's L-O-S-T-G-U-I-D-E-G-A-M-E-S. And now, here's the promo. Hello? Hello, is this thing on? <sighs> okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to assume it's on. Hi! Hi, my name is Yarrow. Um, and I am using this Aether recorder to record our thoughts, my thoughts, and the going-ons of the city, and my little, my little group of friends. We are all trying to just gain something. I mean, some of us are trying to make a change in the city, and some of us are just trying to learn who we are. I mean, we all, I guess we all have a reason for being here. We all have our own desires. But we're going to be using this to record our thoughts and what we're doing and the goings-on in the city, because there's just always so much from... Aether changing the flora and fauna to sometimes the people are strange. And I mean, of course, there's everything going on with the sun courts and the moonlights. And it's, uh, it's just so much. So we're going to be using this to record our thoughts. So, yeah. Neon Shadows is a collaborative TTRPG using a card-based system we created here at Lost Guide Games called Dice. It is made for two to six players and boasts a robust narrative system where all you need are your friends, a deck of standard playing cards, and you get to enter into the world of the city in the valley and become one of its nine shades just trying to make a difference. Kickstarter comes out August 1st, and we hope to see you there. Intro music by Isaac Viers. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.